Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves this Saturday evening and bring up whatever's on your mind. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. We are here live in our studio to take your phone calls about anything you want. Do you think anybody believes that, that we're actually here live on a Saturday night? I mean, talk show hosts don't work on Saturday nights. Well, I I would hope they would believe it. I mean, why would we BS you? (laughs) Well, everything else you're listening to on talk radio right now is recorded. Likely. For the most part, yeah. So we're here, and it's Ian. And Mark. And our website is freetalklive.com. In fact, you can go there and you can uh, you can suggest things for us to talk about. Of course, the best way to talk about something on Free Talk Live is to pick up the phone and call in. But absent that, you can go to freetalklive.com. And if you see something that you think is pretty cool on the Internet, you can submit it to the website. And then other listeners can vote up or vote down on whether they like or dislike it. And the most liked uh, of the different items that are submitted within a certain window of time will be promoted to the front page of our website and the very top of the site. So head over to freetalklive.com and you can get interactive with that. In fact, to start things out here tonight, I'm pulling something right from the front page of our site. Uh, According to the Associated Press, remember, Mark, before I get into the story, remember when we were in uh, New York City? Yes. I don't know, like four years ago or something like that. The very first time we went to the talk radio uh, seminar that they have uh, on a once-a-year basis where the talk radio people, the who's who of talk radio gets together. and Well, everybody except Rush Limbaugh, who sometimes is... He showed lim- up at that one, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah no, it wasn't was- that one. He he was limoed in a couple of years ago, and uh, he gave a quick speech. No, and the first one we off. went to, he was at. He no, answered- that wasn't the New York show. That was, that uh, was the DC one? So anyway, uh, so yeah, they get all the talk radio people together, and we were in New York City, and so we were walking around, and... We went to the financial district, which was nearby, apparently, and there was all this security, like men with machine guns and dark scary, sunglasses. Scary, looking stuff. Poli- yeah. Real police state looking stuff. Yeah. And apparently a lot of that security has been in place since uh, right after 9-11. And it just doesn't go anywhere. It's and, a government program. Right. It's the closest and, thing to eternity. And that's really what I want to talk about here is uh, what some New Yorkers are having to live with because the security barricades and such went up around their neighborhood. So imagine living in an area of, uh, of a city and then all of a sudden having to, for instance, start showing ID every time you want to come, uh, come and go, that sort of thing. Well, that, that is a reality. It's in the some price parts. we pay for freedom. Well, I'm sure some people will tell that to themselves, but I don't know about you, but I, I would uh, not want to pay that price and I'd want to be free somewhere else where I wouldn't have to, because I, I don't think it's freedom to have to show identification to some armed men. Uh, But here's the story from the Associated Press. The street below Danny Chen's window in lower Manhattan has changed over the last decade from a bustling four-lane thoroughfare to an empty road lined with police barricades. To get home each day, Chen has to present his ID at a police checkpoint. When the officer lowers the metal gate into the ground to let him in, he drives through as quickly as he can. Why? Well, more than once, the barricade has risen too soon, lifting his wife's minivan into the air. Oh, my. And I'm sure that does real nice things to the undercarriage. Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Following the September 11, 2001 terror attacks, the New York Police Department barricaded off its headquarters on Park Row about 2,000. <laughs> you know, Protecting and serving. Keeping, right. <laughs> keep in, uh, keep, yeah, that really just shows you what their priorities are, right? They're there to protect and serve the state. They're there to protect and serve their operation themselves. It's all about officer safety and nothing about yours. I think that there are officers out there that will, uh, you know, get out of their 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 uh, armored 
NASCAR type things with their their vests on and throw throw themselves in front of a bullet if they have the opportunity to do that to save save people. But I I do think that the it's the purpose of the the department um, the the decisions that they make to protect and serve the government and mm-hmm. not protect and serve individuals. About two thousand residents in two apartment complexes found themselves living inside a security zone. Nine years later, they still are. Many vehicles, including commercial traffic, are forbidden on the street, which used to be a key link between the financial district and Chinatown. Chen, 52-year-old software engineer, says this used to be a bustling area. Now, it's ghost townish. In big cities across the country... Imagine what that's like for your business that happens to be on the same street as the police department. I mean, you know... You can imagine it. It drives you into poverty, I guess. Right. The story here addresses exactly what happened to uh, a 113-year-old business that was on that... Uh, in that zone. In big cities across the country, security planters, metal gates, concrete slabs called Jersey barriers have sprung up near government buildings. Washington, D.C. is littered with uh, bollards. Nearly half of Los Angeles' financial district is now partially restricted, according to a study at the University of Colorado Denver. Roads across dams have been closed to traffic for security concerns. According to a a Pace University professor, Joe Ryan, he says, I don't want us to lose a way of life that we've had, but Sometimes we have to consider security, too. And this is kind of the attitude of the police state supporters. Like, well, you know, I don't like being inconvenienced by the fact that I can't go home without showing identification or, you know, can't go to work without uh, having to jump through some police hoops. But, you know, it's the price you pay for uh, for the security. We got to be a terrorist, terrorist, terrorist. What's the old uh, Ben Franklin quote? He who, changes, uh, he who exchanges essential liberty for uh, temporary protection will... Get neither, neither, and deserves neither. The restrictions are especially noticeable to those sharing a backyard with the NYPD. Park Row residents say ambulance response times have risen. So, yeah, how about that one? That's an interesting point. What yeah. if uh, now you're more secure because you're a lot more likely to have a heart attack or need a, need an ambulance than you are to be attacked by some bomb wielding oh, yeah. Muslim guy. So, in order to get the ambulance through, they've got to lower the gate, and I. I would hope they're not checking the ID of the ambulance driver, but then again, you never know when those terrorists might get their hands on an ambulance and try to drive it through the checkpoint. They just ID these suspicious-looking ambulance drivers. <laughs> Whatever. You, you're making that up, Mark. You don't know what they do. I, you're right. I don't. Uh, so, But either way, even if they aren't IDing the ambulance driver, the fact that they have to lower whatever this barricade is, however long that takes for them to do, and, and what if they, uh, they're stacked up with other cars? What if there's five cars? I mean, how much room do they have to maneuver around in this area, this high-security area? So hope you're in real good health if you're living in this uh, secure zone. But there's more. Business owners say foot traffic has plummeted. Paul Lee says his family's 113-year-old general store folded in 2003 because of the new security measures. He says the suppliers don't want to come down anymore, and you have no more customers. I mean, that's it. That's the end of the story. I and mean, there's more to the, the story. But I mean, as far as that guy is concerned, why would anybody want to go to the general store in the security zone? The prices can't be that great. I mean, that's essentially what you'd have to do is just, you know, make your prices so good that they'd want to come through. And at that point, you're not making any money. I mean, it's just crazy. And this is the kind of thing that is going to happen as more of this stuff pops up around the country. You might be saying to yourself, well, it's not, what are you talking about? It's just New York City. It's only been going on there. It's okay, L.A. as well, but just, just the big cities. It, 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 you don't have to worry about anything like this if you don't live in one of those big places. 
And if you don't like it, you can just move outside of that area, right? Who cares? I think we can all uh, point to things that have changed throughout our lives as far as more security in different ways. I mean, the, the most obvious one would be the TSA and air, air travel. What, what, what do you mean? Well, it's just harder to get on an airplane. Yeah, and uh, Well, some people like that stuff, though, right? I mean, they, uh, they, they look at the TSA as heroic. They're stopping the terrorists. Uh, th- is there any evidence of that? Uh, you, no. Usually when you read news articles on the TSA, you'll see that they're missing 80, 90 percent of the guns, knives and bombs that they test themselves on. I I'd yeah, suspect the number is probably closer to about half of the guns, knives and bombs that they test themselves on because the news stories are going to only look for these, uh, these these rarities. But I mean, that means you, it only takes two terrorists to get to get one bomb through. Right. Well, you know, but somebody's got to shake down the people in wheelchairs and the children that come through. Not if they're not any good at it. So I want to. I guess I'm curious as to uh, how you feel about this. Is this the kind of thing that you want to see popping up in your cities? Because there certainly is a lot of fear out there in the uh, in America about terrorism. Terrorism! Oh my gosh, we've got to have police state to stop this. We need more security checkpoints. And in fact, we've at this seen... point, terrorism's the be- uh, the best excuse for that is the uh, the border wall. They, well, there is uh, that. Yeah. I didn't want to go there, but uh, you know, terrorism, immigrants, uh, drug dealers, whatever you name it, they uh, they need to have this security state, these checkpoints, in order to keep things in line, in order to keep America free. But if you can't do business. If you can't have an ambulance get to you, if you have to show identification every time you want to walk somewhere, how free is that, really? You're not free if they're keeping your customers from you with a barricade. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Who out there feels good about the idea of having to show identification to go home at night? And don't forget that people um, around the world hold up New York City as the United States. To them, that's what the United States is. Mm. So when you say, well, yeah, it's not that way in my neighborhood, but around the world, that's what the United States looks like. What if it were that way in your neighborhood? How would you feel? 800-259-9231. Free talk live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves on this live Saturday edition. Tonight, it is Ian. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features there and get signed up for our news updates. If there's something that we need to tell you about the show, you'll know it first if you're on the updates list. Go to news.freetalklive.com. You can sign up for emailed updates or follow our Twitter or Facebook. You can do anything you want there over at news.freetalklive. Do one, do all three, whatever works best for you. News.freetalklive.com. Take the StartPage.com's seven-day challenge. For seven days, use StartPage.com instead of your Big Brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, but unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy when you search. Your information won't be cataloged by them for their advertising purposes or whatever it is that they're doing. It won't be given to the government when, they, when and if they ask for it. 
You can start the seven-day challenge today at startpage.com. As a matter of fact, over there at startpage.com, they have a proxy service uh, beneath each each search result. You can go to the website privately, privately too, at startpage.com. So we started out here a story from the AP reporting on a place called Park Row, the neighborhoods surrounding Park Row in Lower Manhattan, New York City, where the police department has got some pretty serious security measures that have been installed. Uh, they basically are checkpointing every single person that wants to come into the area, and they have been doing this now for almost an entire decade, ever since uh, shortly after the 9-11 attacks. And so you want to go home at night, you got to show ID. And uh, you got to get through the barricade and hope the barricade doesn't uh, hit your car on the undercarriage uh, as you drive over it. Apparently it's timed. I guess. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, they've because of all the security, they have essentially put people out of business. The businesses that were in this area are having a very difficult time. One that was 113 years old went out of business in, uh, in 2003 because of this. It didn't, it didn't take them very long to, uh, to go under. They yeah. put the barricades up in late 01. They went out of business in, uh, in 2003. A long-time business. And so people are, are being very inconvenienced. But yet, of course, some people support these things. And I'm just wondering if that's you. Or how you feel about this in general. Because this kind of stuff could be coming to a city near you. The police state will use whatever excuse it can uh, to expand its purview, whether it's uh, terrorism or immigrants or whatever. You know, the the government apparatus feeds on money. And it it has to have programs in order to get the money for for the excuse. Well, we've got to have it. So they never let a good crisis go to waste. There will be another crisis. And, you know, this next time it won't be oil um, spilling into the Gulf. It'll be something else. And, you know, there'll be some kind of terror attack. I don't know whether it'll be domestic or foreign or whatever, but you could be certain that there'll be something. And th- th- then it happens again. It's, and then it's the all sec- step by step right. until they've sucked every last penny that they can out of the hardworking people. And the security state isn't going away. I mean, the, the last attack was in 2001 and the s- security measures are still there, even though people are complaining. The government people don't care. Terry is in Waco. We're going to start out with uh, your call. Terry, listening to uh, KBCT. Hello, Terry. Howdy. Hey, what's on your mind? Well, you know, I'm—I'll tell you up front, I'm a military officer, but don't uh, don't stereotype me as just another government worker, please. Okay. Uh, one Good of on. the reasons one of the reasons I do what I do is because I, I really like the you know the freedom and liberty that you know the Constitution and all that stuff set us up for. Uh, but I would like to submit to you that, like most things in life, uh, this issue there's a balancing point, and uh, I, I wanna, I'm going to tell you guys. I've been in police states, lived in Europe uh, for three years while the uh, Iron Curtain was still up. I've been in Afghanistan. I've been some other places. Hey, you know, this, this is not a police state. Now, I take your point. There's, a, there's you know, security is still out there because, look, just because we haven't been hit again in another airplane into a building or whatever doesn't mean they haven't been trying. I, I will tell you they have been trying trust me on this why should However, i trust you on this um, you, okay you, you claim- okay i'm telling you i'm telling you as a man of my word that i have i have knowledge of, that the bad guys are still trying i'm not saying that uh all the uh, security measures are are perfect by any means there's always room for improvement it's you know i'm sure they could have done a better job and not put the guy's store out of business that's just that's probably just an area of, of stupid we set it up one way and we're not going to improve it any yeah I, I got it you know, people are people working for the government or not. Uh, but I'm going to tell you there's a balancing point and just saying, okay, well, you know, we haven't been hit for a long time, so let's, 
um, I agree that there's a balancing point. You have to you have to have a certain level of security. What I I guess my question is 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 the United States government the best organization to decide what that balancing point is? Because it, it's clear to me um, that they they and the New York New York City government and you know government in general doesn't have sort of the mechanism to respond to customer service. This guy's business was run out of business. Why? Because the police department felt they needed automatic barricades um, for the last seven years or whatever. So. Right. Well, there's like in any organization, okay, how how good an organization, and ultimately uh, how well they serve their customers, and they may be paying because I mean, you know, organizationally speaking, you talk about uh, you know internal customers, external, all that business. How well a organization does uh, by its customers, the people it's supposed to take care of, in whatever sense. Yeah, it all goes back to leadership. Well, uh, you know, I don't I even it. understand what you're talking about. We're talking about government security. Uh, you don't, you're not a right. customer of the government. You're a subject of the government, and they uh, own you. On, you're a on, customer. Hang on. It is, the, it, is the, it is the job of government, up to a point, I grant you, to provide a certain level of security against the obvious That's threat. nonsense. That is absolute no, no, nonsense. Look in, Look in the Constitution. The Constitution doesn't matter. What matters is what the men defense. in the robes say. And the men in the robes uh, in, in stop, Washington, D.C. have ruled now. again and again that the government has no obligation to provide you with anything. Nothing. Uh, I disagree. I respectfully disagree. Really? Try suing the yeah. police department if they don't show up when you call them. What do you think will happen? Well, let me tell you what. There's, there's been a times uh, in Austin, Texas, where the police department has... You know, somebody goofed up, and uh, this big bucks to, to, to sell or whatever. Now, do mm. I, I don't believe do I, you. Can I tell you everything? Excuse me. No, if if they maybe they screwed up when they arrived somewhere and broke something and were were found responsible for that. But the fact is, if you sue the police department for not showing up when you call them, uh, they will have no liability whatsoever for that because there is no contract, there is no agreement, and there is no obligation on their part. It's been decided over and over again at the Supreme Court level. I'm sorry to you know to burst your bubble, uh, but this government that you've worked for uh, is you know full of crap. Oh, look, there's lots of organizations that are full of crap. Yeah, but I'm not forced to pay for them. I'm not forced to pay for their garbage and their security state. Okay, so so what is your better alternative? Where is the balance? Freedom, baby. Freedom all the way. Get rid of the government and let people make decisions for their own selves as far as how secure they want to, what kind of security nonsense they want to put up with. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI. I think that there's a middle ground to this argument, too. I mean, the the idea here is is that why are the terrorists after us? Well, because of what the government's doing with its its agreements with sheiks and, uh, you know, kings and stuff and despots around the world. About the, murdering the government of has made the problem of terrorism yeah, in true. the first place. Why? Because they they're involved in other countries' problems. If you, if we hadn't have been uh, supporting, they're killing people. They're not just involved in other countries' problems. They're killing people around the world, and that that angers some folks. It is as much as uh, certainly there's killing going on, but as, at the same time, there's you know they, the military's in 137 nations mm-hmm. around the world. I mean, what's what's its business? there but to prop up dictators yeah. and kings and sheiks and just that, like it did in saudi arabia i mean that's that what angers people 9/11. too that angers people so yeah i'm glad you brought that up because that's an important point to make as well so in the absence of the uh, the government in the first place this coercive well, monopoly I, uh we'd have more safety in the just you're just right using the this bat. blanket term government i mean you're going to always have some kind of government uh coercive monopoly that's what a government is and no i don't always want to have that more coming up Free- 
Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever's on your mind. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. Then it brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-800-259-9231. want to invite you to our website where you can experience uh, many, many free features, unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for their sites. We've got the Shrine of Female listeners also that allows you to, uh, if you are a lady listener, become part of the Shrine. It's a group of uh, dozens of ladies who have sent in their validated photo or video to show they are indeed listeners of the program. You can head over and see it for yourself and get involved if you like. Shrine.freetalklive.com. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at HostGator.com host you. You use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL as in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. HostGator.com, code FTL. All right, we continue here uh, talking about the security state, the police state that is uh, is rising up around us. If you're in New York City, living in the Park, uh, oh boy, what was it, the Park Avenue district? Anyway, it's uh, Park Park Row is what it is, Park Row, uh, nearby the police station out there. Then you live in a total police state. Uh, they have barricades. They have to raise and lower in order to let you in and out of the neighborhood. You have to show identification to get in and out. And all of this has, uh, as they pointed out, as one of the residents pointed out, has turned a four-lane bustling highway into uh, a ghost town. Businesses have gone out of business that have been around for over 100 years. Because I wonder why they asked for the IDs and what the, uh, I mean, does that mean anybody can drive through if they feel like it? Well, I'm or not do sure. you have to have business in the area. That's a good question, Mark. I, mean, I, I don't you know. You know, if they're asking for IDs, why are they asking for IDs? To, to make sure you're, you're a, a properly licensed right. to drive the motor vehicle that you're in? Presumably, they might be asking more questions than just about, yeah, what is your business here? I'm I mean, going so, home. So really, you're finding out what whether or not the terrorist is a properly licensed to drive the vehicle that Apparently. he's going to blow up the it's police just, statement it, with. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up, Mark, because really, isn't it just security theater? And that's certainly what we see when it comes to these government programs uh, masquerading as though they're actually security. You mentioned the TSA failing over and over again at, at attempting uh, or at trying to uh, ascertain whether or not there's a bomb in somebody's uh, cargo. Failing over and over again, like a 60, 70 percent failure rate or something like that. That's what the government does. It fails and asks for more money. Fails some more, asks for more money. And it does it all over the world. Uh, The the gentleman who just called in previously said, well, you know, you ain't never seen no police state. I've been in other countries. They got police states over there. They say no police state compared to that. And he's probably right. He's absolutely right. Certainly there are. You can find less free countries. Sure. I mean, are you telling me that we're free until we get to the point that North Korea is? Because I don't want to get there. Yeah, at what point uh, do, does it become a police state in and, your mind? And it's a, it's a, it's not freedom when you can tell me how I've got to fund your apparatus. I feel fine up here in New Hampshire. I don't feel I should have to fund these things. I don't feel like I should have to fund wars that mm-hmm. I disagree with. 
So, yeah, when you look at uh, what these government people are doing and the security state they're building, it doesn't matter whether you disagree with it or not. They're going to do it whether you like it or not. And too, too bad for you. If you, don't, if you don't like it, leave. Yeah. You got to love it or leave it around here, boy. So if you don't like this police state, you can go to the other police states around the, the rest of the world, apparently. And just to, just to let you know, as our last caller was not aware, uh, the government people have no obligation to protect you. Look at their actions. Their actions show who they're interested in protecting. They're interested in protecting them. That's why they're putting security up around the police headquarters in New York City. They're not trying to keep you safe. And as some of the people in this article from the AP point out later on, if somebody wants to take out one of the barricades... Like if some terrorist were to come up and drive a truck bomb up to the barricades, that's going to hurt the people that are in the apartment building right next door. So it's not about keeping you safe. It's about using Yeah, they keep your... the barricades far enough from the police station that if there's right. an explosion, then it doesn't hurt the cops. Right. Right. And, and if she even calls it a human shield for the police. And she's absolutely right about that. So well, let's continue with your calls. David is in Lakeland listening to WFLA. David, you're on Free Talk Live. You there? Hey, here we are, and there you are. So, um, I guess you guys just don't want any government, period. I don't want any coercion. How about that? Can we just eliminate, uh, can we eliminate aggression from human interactions? We take different tacks here. That's never going to happen. Wait a second. Wait a second. We take different tacks here. I'd like the government to be, to stick with, uh, cops, courts, and roads. Really? Well, what the other guy wants is never going to happen. How do you know? I, I know. I, I, I work in uh, the government field and, and involving law enforcement, and that's just never going to happen. Why can't you just behave on a voluntary basis like the rest of us? You're, that's never going to happen. You are living in an Alice in Wonderland if you believe that's going to happen. I'm just asking that you a simple question. Happen. Why can't you and the rest of your government buddies behave on a voluntary basis like the rest of us? I don't force people to buy advertising on my radio show. Why do you get to force me to pay for your crap can services? I, you don't have to. Oh, oh yeah, really? really? Oh, really? How do you avoid I, paying for them? Yeah, if I don't pay the local property tax extraction, you and your buddies with guns don't are going to show up to throw me and my family out onto the street. Don't own a house. Then I'm still paying pay, the property taxes. The renters pay property taxes. Whoa, 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 whoa! You don't want to pay property taxes. You think you're unfair? Don't buy a house. Don't buy property. Live in an apartment. I don't want to pay wait, for on. your... Th- that's, a, that's a complete misunderstanding about economics. Are you telling me that you don't think the customers pay their overhead? I mean, landlords have to pay uh, property tax, so the renters, they include that in the co- in their cost of doing no, business and pass it on to renters. Y'all live in a utopian society. Get a tent. Go pitch it somewhere. Okay, I mean, so... In order to be free, which you're suggesting to me, in order to be free, I have to, I can't live in a structure because you own the structures. Uh, no, what I'm trying to say is, if you are part of the body politic and you weigh on the services, someone's got to pay for them. Do you agree with that? If I'm part of the body politic, what does that mean? I mean, if you're part of society and you're weighing on the services, you've got if to pay for them. If I'm weighing them, right? on the services, is what it does a that service mean? if you're forced to pay for it? Do you want to be able to pick up the phone and call a law enforcement officer? Uh, maybe yes or no? only if you guys were actually behaving on a peaceful basis and weren't aggressive. Yes or, you know yes what? You know what? No. Well, no, no, no. Let me qualify that. If the law enforcement yes people, no. Were, it's, it's no okay, quite, here's your answer. No, you no. I don't want law enforcement officers. Look, look, look. No. You 
Now, now you, you just one. hold on one moment. Let me explain myself. I don't want law enforcement officers because in my experience that law enforcement officers use this little excuse. Well, I'm just doing my job when they're aggressing against peaceful people. How about we have that's peace not, officers not, instead? Do you remember, why, David, when pe- not, but see, well, that's not you're giving a canned answer. That's not what I asked you. I asked you, do you want to be able to call, pick up the phone, and call the fire department, the EMS, and a law, and a law enforcement officer if, in the event, you drastically need one? Do I have no problem yes paying no? for services that I request. I have no problem so, paying so for services. To, so you want to be able to call 911 and say, I'm going to nice guy that's had a good day and, uh, and a canned robot to come out to my house and help me with my problem. Okay, David, you've taken this, me, you've taken this to the extreme. David, you've taken this to the extreme. You're suggesting no, that I... I'm wait, wait, is, just wait one second, my friend. Um, you're taking this to the extreme. Your you're su- suggesting that uh, you know, I have to pay I'm for everything. I'm taking things to the extreme. You're the one... How can you have a conversation with that, this guy? You're, well, no, you're the one that wants everyone to live in the utopian society. No, that's not what I said. You're putting words in my mouth. Mark, can you ask him your, your question again? You're suggesting that I have to pay for everything the United States government does as the government grows bigger and bigger every single year. Wasn't the no, government big no, enough I, under I, Clinton? I, I, I agree with you on that. I am totally thinking the government's getting way too big. And what, are you gonna, what can you do about it? Well, uh, for one, uh, go live in a tent. You can vote. You can vote. Vote if voting if voting did anything, my friend, they'd outlaw it. Well, I mean, I, what, what just vote Republican, Mark. That'll solve it. Right? They've got they've got Republican states, David. What it doesn't you, work. Their their governments are, are bloated too. What are you prepared to do about it? I picked up my life, moved out of crappy uh, Florida, which was just getting bigger. The government was just getting bigger and more oppressive all the time. I moved to New Hampshire, the Free State Project. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to vote. Well, I'm, I, I intend to vote in this November's election. Good luck, because you're going to get yourself buddy. another Republican just like George Bush. Yippee, that'll shrink the government. Who did you say? Who? What What? What did I say that makes you think I'm going to vote for a Republican? <laughs> well, then you're going to get a Democrat, which will grow the government too, pal. Uh, no, he's going to vote for a Libertarian right. Party and candidate. And then your vote won't count for crap. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. Good luck voting, pal. Yep. <laughs> You enjoy your police state. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Look, I got no problem paying for services that I would like. I just don't want to pay for the ones I don't like. Is that unreasonable? Is that utopian? This is Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. You bring up anything. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features there. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. I recently purchased one of those little micro SD cards for uh, for my cell phone, and you can't get the the Class Six version at the local office store. So uh, I went online and I got a great deal at Amazon. Amazon.freetalklive.com. You want something? They probably have it, and it's probably the best price. So head over to Amazon.freetalklive.com. You start your shopping there, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage 
of the sale as we continue here. Mark, did you want to make a statement before we continue taking yeah, phone calls? Yeah, your, your um, I don't want no government screed uh, tends to confuse people. And I thought I, it was pretty clear. I don't want coercion. Between under- human relationships. I, I absolutely understand where you're coming from on that one. I get it. I mean, you yeah. know, I've done this show for six years. I've been, I've, I've heard your your nutty ramblings. So I, I have a, a, a more clear picture. But What's what this gentleman didn't understand was what he thinks you're saying is you don't want people that will respond in case of an emergency, whether it's a security emergency at your house like police would or a fire emergency like firemen would. I am a fireman. You know, I, I yes, I believe that you want people to show up when your house is burning. However, yeah, the the sure. claim here, and I would make this claim, is I believe that in the absence of a government-funded fire department that you would have in its place one or two or three competing fire units in your area of that course. would run far more efficiently. Well, yeah. And the people would probably be better, better paid, and you wouldn't have that kind of yeah. uh, government bureaucrat overload that you tend to have in these scenarios where you have all these, mm. these administrative administrative types that get stacked up on top maybe, of the guy who does the work. Maybe they'd be better paid, maybe not. I mean, studies show that the government, uh, the government counterparts to private uh, people get paid far more. I would think there would be fewer firemen, but they would be better paid because they would be doing dangerous work. Yeah, perhaps so. Nonetheless, I'm willing to pay for services. Look, I have no problem paying for services I receive. If I, if I want water piped to my house, I'll pay for it. If I uh, want somebody to, to uh, respond during a fire situation, I'll pay for that. I'll pay in, in advance for insurance for that kind of thing. I got no problem with right. that. Right. Before there were government-funded fire departments, there were insurance-funded fire departments. So just all I'm saying is these government people need to start behaving like adults and uh, and you know and basically start doing business on a voluntary basis. That's all. Right. What's what's so radical about that? What's so utopian about that? The you know the the uh, I guess the idea here is is the government doesn't need to respond to its customers. And I'll use that term. I don't have a problem with it. Um, it we are the customers. You're a the government customer. And indeed, but it's the closest thing. To, oh, that's it's the best victim. term. Victim is a better term. They provide a service. A, a, a robber so, does not provide a service to his. So victim. if it was, so if a robber started providing a service to the victim didn't want then they'd be his customer all of a sudden no the robber has no obligation it's a very strange the robber has no obligation to provide any of those services they just do it because it's pr let's go to your phone calls and talk to john listening to wbhp in huntsville john you're on free talk live hi there yeah that last call that you were with wow i was getting kicked out of that one (laughs) (laughs) what's on your mind tonight oh yeah i was just bringing up the fact that uh uh, it was a time in my life I lived in a nice little southeastern Michigan town over in the thumb part of the mitten, and we had no police. We had absolutely nothing there. They had the main employer was a place that made parts for the big three automakers. So we had every ethnic group you can think of right there. But, you know, funniest thing is no police, no system. We didn't have any crime. Everybody got along just fine. I'll be damned. Without the government, I mean, you, you, without the police, the coercive agents around, you, you, you managed to get along with everybody? Huh. How about yeah, that? Every, everybody, everybody did. I mean, that I was bet they had a gun in their amazing. house, too, didn't they? <laughs> well, yeah, we had that, and everybody had dogs, too, as far yeah. as that goes. <laughs> by the way, here's a little fact for everybody. Uh, gun, uh, dogs will uh, decrease your chance of a burglary by seven times. Nice. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. But, you know, when you, I hear you talk about the government, I'm just going to ask you if that make any sense to you. Uh, do I have a, a sensible idea when I say I find it's a little bit hard to trust the government that gets their cookies off of murdering women and children and babies like they did at the 
Ruby Ridge, Idaho, and Waco, Texas. Uh, what do you think about that? I can't say I blame you. How can you trust these people? I mean, they're criminals. That's exactly right. They're just got a badge, but they're still criminals. They, they're, and that's all they are, pure and simple. Yeah. To me, what, this is the way I look at it. They remind me of sharks. And I lived 20 years in Florida myself. Mm-hmm. So I know what sharks cruising the water look like. That's what they do. They cruise around looking for something to hit. But... But I also consider them to be nothing that they commit. They do the crimes out here. The system exists to justify itself as being parasitic reaches on society. And that's what I consider the whole system to be, from the judges, the cops, yep. the whole bit, parasitic reaches You're on society. You're absolutely right about that, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. That's exactly what they are. They are parasites. If they were if they were providing their services on a voluntary basis, like the rest of us, like those of us in the marketplace who aren't threatening our customers, if they provided their services on a voluntary basis, they would no longer be parasites. Then they would be businessmen. They would be people that were looking to satisfy their customers by providing a product or a service that was actually in demand. Instead, what we have is a group of strangers, usually people you don't know, who are telling you how to run your life how you should live, how you need to run your business, what you can do, what you can't do. And if you don't do what they say, then they have a, a jail cell that's nice and cold waiting for you. They are, uh, they're a dangerous class of people, and I don't think it's utopian to suggest that at some point we could get enough people together to say no to these people and say well, no more of this nonsense. I We're think not going to put up with it. I think it's uh, silly to make a statement like, you know how the world's going to be because you're in law enforcement, like the, the one caller, and I don't remember his name, was it David? Oh, yeah. um, he, you know, his, his statement was that you know, there will never be a world where there is no government. And I understand what you mean when you say that, but if, for instance, governments, let's say they were uh, things that weren't attached to geographic areas, that I as an American could take my American government and my American rules to say some other country and then you know those rules would be the ones I operate by because there's no way you're going to go to other countries and know all their laws I don't know them all here nobody knows them all here you couldn't read them in four lifetimes so um, <laughs> if, close. if you could take governments and detach them from uh, geographic areas, they would provide significantly better uh, customer service because you'd be able to switch from one government to another if that's what you wish to do. So I don't like the rules here for the New Hampshire government. I'm going to take the Vermont government. And, uh, you know, it's not attached to a uh, geographic area. So that wouldn't be that big of a problem if you could do that, then okay, you're, you're saying, you know, the, the statement is that you're, you believe that that could never happen in the future? Really? I mean, it's like the caveman They'll sitting never there. Fly. They'll never take this fire and make combustion yeah. engines out of it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never need more than 640K. Humans will never fly. Right. <laughs> anyway, let's continue here with your calls. David is in Charleston listening to WSCFM. Hello, David. David in Charleston. Go on. Hey, you're on the air. Hey, hey how are you? Uh, you guys finally said something I kind of agree with. Oh, um, wow. What it's called Mission Creep. What's that? Uh, it's called Mission Creep. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the last hundred years, we've seen more and more and more government intrusion into our lives, security checkpoints uh, because of 9-11. It's called Mission Creep. Mm-hmm. The cause of Mission Creep is really simple. A stupid, apathetic electorate. If the yeah. electorate did its job, listen, let me finish that. Right. If okay. the electorate did its job, which was be involved in local politics, we wouldn't have a federal government that is turned into this turning us into a police state because okay. all government has to be local first. Okay, um, and, um, I'm, I'm, I agree with all of you guys. I want fire and police, and I want to contract it out. 
I don't want to pay for it. Right. I want to be able David, to let me let me tools. let me make a point on this one, though. Okay. Um, there there was a time when I was younger when I would hear people make these statements. And I, th- I don't think it's made nearly as often is the um, you know, the idea that a woman was dressed provocatively and she deserved to be raped as a result. And the statement you're making regarding the electorate sounds similar to me. It's really not the electorate's responsibility you're, to watch out for the politicians. Really it's the responsibility of the equation. politicians to act like humans. No, I'm not making that point. The fact that, look, as far as I'm concerned, a woman dresses the way she wants, a man rapes her, he deserves a 38 round of the skull. That's how you stop rape. Bottom line, if we control our local governments where it belongs, we have a, we stand a greater chance at liberty. I agree with that. That's I, I concur with you. Listen, However, I don't think the onus of responsibility falls on the electorate. No, it doesn't fall on the well. Okay, if you want to make the argument that falls on the electorate, what I'm saying is that local government is where all things are kept in check. The they federal should be. government now does what it wants with impunity yes. over the states because the local electorate is not involved in local politics. All right, so I see what you're saying. Look, the Constitution is imperfect, but it's a bottom-up document. I understand what you're saying. If if you actually had liberty-oriented people in local governments, that they could say no to the federal government. Is that what you're saying, basically? Yeah, I would say that if more people, if everyone in a district decided there wouldn't be any gerrymandering and we would all get together and act like human beings in our neighborhoods and elect people that believe the way we believe... I think that's. I think you're onto something there, and uh, I think the Free State Project is part of that. Thanks for the call, Hour 2. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. site allows you to uh, not only experience all the features of the site for free, but also uh, get interactive by submitting show prep suggestions that other listeners can view and vote on, whether they like or dislike. The most voted up of the suggestions will make it to the front page and the top of our website, meaning we're more likely to see them and talk about them on the air. Of course, you're also welcome to dial in toll-free 800-259-9231. As we continue taking your phone calls, uh, we were talking last hour, and you're certainly welcome to continue the conversation about the uh, the police state, the rise of the security state as the folks in New York City and Manhattan and uh, one particular district, Park, uh, the Park District or something like that of uh, Manhattan have basically 
had a total police state that they've been living in for the last decade, ever since after almost a full decade, ever since after uh, 2001 September 11th attack. Uh, the folks in Park Row, it is, have been uh, forced to show identification in order to get into their homes at night. Uh, they have been inconvenienced in various different ways. The traffic that was going through what was uh, formerly a very busy, busy, bustling street has died out. And as a result, businesses are dying, too. So you want more checkpoints? You want to stop the immigrants? You want to stop the terrorists? You want to stop the drug dealers by putting up checkpoints and having more security state? Well, guess what? Your economy is going to die along with that as well. And freedom dies, too. Is that really what you want? 800-259-9231. Of course, then we ended up talking about the federal government. And the last caller uh, had an interesting point, suggesting that, well, if you just had people getting involved in their local governments, then uh, that would that would help things out. That would uh, put a stop to the federal government's uh, depredations. And, and maybe he's on to something there. Maybe, maybe if you could actually make the system uh, work and, and get people who love liberty involved uh, in the system and get them elected to local office, that they could somehow say no to the federal government. I think that's possible. I mean, I fully support the idea of secession i don't like the idea of having a a state government either but i'd rather have a state government than a federal government and so i think the idea holds some water that you know you could say no to the feds if you got the right people in supposedly i don't see that happening anytime soon but it's possible right I, I I guess I mean it's you know I I don't see the idea of secession being uh, something that I, it seems to me that the United States federal government is more likely to spend itself into complete insolvency. I think we're already there. It's just people haven't figured it out yet. But complete insolvency rather than uh, states beginning to secede. I think that more likely the politicians will pick the bone clean uh, of all the meat that the taxpayers are able to provide to the point that they just run well the world reserve currency into the ground. Let's go to your phone call. See what you think. Uh, you can bring up anything. Bill is in Jackson, Michigan, listening to WKHM. Hello, Bill. Yes. Hey. Uh, just thought of something uh, along the same lines of this uh, police state, the example that you're giving in New York uh, State. Uh, we only have to look a few decades back to uh, the Patron era, where just about everywhere you went in the country, there was a local boss hog who controlled everything. Examples such as in uh, Plaquemines Parish, there was Leander Perez. And in South Texas, there was, of course, the infamous George Parr. And uh, the situation was so bad in Plaquemines Parish that there was an actual guard uh, at the entrance of the only highway going into the parish, as well as the waterway, because people would travel on on the water uh, in that, that part of the world. And there was a guard, and you did not get into the uh, the, the Plaquemines Parish unless you had a written uh, of, of, of something allowing you to to pass that checkpoint, and it had to be approved by uh, the, uh, the the boss hog, the Plaquemines Parish boss, uh, Leander Press, and you know it had to be a work order or something like that. And so you can imagine the 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 dearth of there was no local business; it was all owned by by. <laughs> By the uh, 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 Leander Press, and then of course in South South Texas, it wasn't quite like that. There was no way to, to control entrance and, and and exit. But George Parr controlled who got elected and what they did. And when so was this? those were examples. <laughs> when when was this? Oh well, uh, the the Plaquemines Parish, uh, Leander Press uh, went through. I, I I don't know exactly when he got in. It was probably nineteen thirties. But he actually exercised control up through sometime in the nineteen fifties. And then when he died, his two sons took over. However, uh, the control fell apart when, when each one uh, tried to gain control, and, and they had a little family fight, and, 
and then of course it was all just uh, lost. And of course, Plaquemines Parish is a is a bustling uh, oil terminal now, and you know there's all kinds of business as, as we can see now with the uh, the oil situation, uh, the the, uh, the well. And then of course hmm. South Texas. Yeah, you know, I I can totally see how uh, you know little uh, little strong men manage to take uh, you know areas, and, and that probably happened some sometime in uh, you know not too distant past. I, I think of Dukes of Hazard and Boss Hog, um, and and you know these exactly. these things are absolutely true. And if you're suggesting that we need the federal government in order to break the 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 grip of these guys, I, was, was he suggesting that? I don't. Know I don't know. So. I, 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 don't know. I, I don't. Want, I don't want to do that <laughs> from one one uh, evil power to another. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have to deal with the boss hog than uh, than well, have then to deal with the Then you can just move. <laughs> you know, um, it's one thing to move around the block or you know a city away or a, even a state away or something like that. But the suggestions of so many of those uh, well, love it or leave it types are that well, if you don't like the way we do things here in the United States and the way that the government is destroying the nation um, from the inside out, well, you just should leave. I, I think that that's a that, that's a silly concept. In South Texas, it depended on, on who you were and, and what power uh, it be locally that you uh, kissed up to because PAR exerted tremendous control over several counties in South Texas. And uh, if, if someone were to, were to uh, gain too much power that, uh, uh, to, to go against PAR, he might just disappear. And that, that actually happened. And uh, it was so bad in Duval County that uh, I own a radio station down there. I still do. But I've talked to people uh, that, that were around at that time, and it was so bad that uh, the uh, Highway Patrol did not really operate in Duval County. Uh, they, they did to a certain extent, but they didn't, they didn't uh, re- respond to certain things unless Parr get, gave the, the go-ahead. And, and this went, went through uh, even LBJ gave orders not to do certain things in Duval County because uh, well, you know, the, the more things change, the more they stay the same. I mean, things might not be as obvious today as far as what you're describing, but the, those pars and those people like him, they still exist. There's still sheriffs uh, that, you know, they exist in positions like the sheriff in various different counties. People like Joe Arpaio come to mind, for instance. Uh, you know, these, these little Hitlers uh, that basically have as much control as they can, possibly, uh, they, can, they can possibly glean for themselves over a certain area. And they've got the, uh, the trappings of the legitimacy of the state to go along with them to protect them even even better than they would have been uh, protected back in the day wouldn't you say this is true thanks for the call tonight i appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 spit on the republican icon sheriff joe arpaio now we're gonna get calls from people saying this, well you can't say that he's a republican american. icon i didn't he's know good american dress and comics he's a up thug. in pink panties he's a he's a he's a criminal thug and a drug dealer. Uh, so, I heard, so I've heard, at least. That's the claim. Yeah, yeah it's an allegation. Anyway, let's continue here with your calls and talk to... I'm not going to, <laughs> to Phoenix, Arizona, I can no, tell you that. No, me neither. Not that, not that I have a problem with selling drugs. It's just that I have a problem with uh, him uh, you know, busting all of his competition. So we continue here, uh, going to Steve, listening in Tampa, to WFLA. Hello, Steve. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, super. What's on your mind today? <laughs> This is my first time I've listened to your show and the first time I've ever called a radio program, so I'm a little nervous. So. Oh, that's okay. Sorry for the shock I'm no. sure you've experienced. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you us. Know, I, no worries. You know, I, I have to say I love my country, but I really, really hate my government. Mm. You know, I, I, I live, uh, I, I guess the, really the main reason I call, you were talking about paying for services that you, that you didn't need or want or whatever. Yeah. You know, I pay almost nine thousand, well, a little more than nine thousand dollars a year in property taxes. Good Lord. In Florida, yeah, 
Wow. How much yeah, is your home a mansion? <laughs> what is, yeah, you must live in a mansion. No, actually, my home is valued at about 500000 That's what all people with mansions say. Yeah, you know, it's no big deal. <laughs> no, but, no, but no, really, really, on my street, I'm one of the, the lesser expensive ones. But, wow. But, but you know, what, what, what really gets to me is, I, and I have a mortgage on my house, and I'm, you know, struggling to pay for it. But if I pay my house off and it's free and clear... They can come and take it away from me for not paying property taxes. Damn right they can. It's government rent. (laughs) Hey, Steve, if you've got more thoughts, hang on. Hang on. We'll bring bring it back here in a moment. Uh, You're welcome to stick with us. Uh, You didn't have much time there. 800-259-9231. Yeah, you don't really own your house. Right. It's just rent that you pay to the government in order to keep your land. You just have a little certificate that lets you transfer your rental of your house to somebody else. Really what that uh, the title is. There's more coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Juicy Juice, creators of the Juicy Juice Brain Development and Juicy Juice Immunity Fruit Juice Beverages. For more information, visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to staying healthy, the digestive system is a great place to start. It's 70% of the immune system. Look for kid-friendly foods that are high in fiber, like popcorn and yogurt. Prebiotic fiber helps the good bacteria in the gut flourish, while simple sugars like high-fructose corn syrup only help the bad, leading to bloating and discomfort. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there with the wiki over 2,000 pages Created by listeners like you. It's like the listener editable version of our website. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com and see what that's all about. Wiki, wiki.freetalklive.com. You and the people you know are being researched online every day. It's affecting your life whether you realize it or not. So know and control uh, what the Internet says about you. What does the Internet say about you? It matters because you're being searched all the time when you apply for a job, a loan, school, when you date, run a business. You're being researched and compared to other. Private, inaccurate, unflattering information posted online can hurt you and your reputation, your career, even your relationships. Find out how to control and uh, at least help control what people perceive about you online and get the web working for you at myreputation.com. Use promo code FREE at MyReputation.com for Reputation Defender. All right, so we're going to continue here taking your phone calls about what you want. Go to Bobby listening to WKBK in Vermont. Bobby, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Man, boy, i got to tell you, I've missed you guys. i missed not hearing you guys. I really look forward to listening to you on Saturday night. That's but... a darn baseball getting in the way, isn't it? Well, I mean, I don't want people to get you know take it the wrong way. I like baseball. You know, but I mean, this is the only time I get a chance to hear you guys and I get a chance to get, you know, a different perspective from other people from around the United States who I like to, you know, hear from. Well, I appreciate you know? that. I'm glad you're out, out there and appreciating the show. And the best thing I could suggest that you do is you contact a local radio station and tell them how you feel. Um, I don't know. Maybe you can convince them to start a sports station and move the baseball over there. It could happen. Well, I think the problem is it's 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 called selective hearing you know they're not interested in what it is that i that i want that's not true that's that's not true well hear me out okay okay we'll use the monadnock radio group as an example okay which is which you know you guys you know broadcast yeah that's our affiliate right they have 
you know, after after uh, Danny Mitchell, they have Glenn Beck. Then after that, they have uh, Rush Limbaugh. I hear he's big. Howie Carr. And then Mark Levin, who is just nothing but a waste of hair time, as far as <laughs> I'm concerned. Okay, I, I agree but with you, but the, the, the thing of what I'm trying to point out is, is that you know these guys are nothing. It, it's all nothing but just bashing, constant bashing all the time. And the same I mean, thing over and over predict, again. Any predictive? No predictive. They're not being productive. I'm productive around in this whole thing. Hey, you know, look, when Bobby, it comes to free, listen I, to me. When it comes to free talk radio live, <laughs> free talk live, okay, yeah. it's completely different. You are correct about that. Your observations are very astute, and I agree with them as a radio listener. Uh, the reason why I created Free Talk Live as a show was because I wanted to to, uh, to do the show that I wanted to hear. And I was, as similarly to you, disappointed in the uh, the offerings of standard, run-of-the-mill talk radio. And so that's why I started this show. And, you know, the fact is we're starting from the bottom rungs of the ladder, right? I mean, Rush Limbaugh has been around since 1989, I think, is when he started yeah. his show. Uh, so, I mean, he's had a long time to kind of build up uh, an audience and, and, and build up the, his affiliate roster. And so we're, we're starting from the very bottom, but we've done all right, I think, for the last five years that we've been syndicated, Mark. Uh, we've, we've now hit 77 uh, radio stations across the country, from uh, all the way from Alaska uh, to Florida. So, I mean, we're, we're doing all right. But the fact is, is being a, being a night show in the world of radio, one of the, uh, the crosses we have to bear is that uh, some stations are going to put baseball on or uh, basketball or you know, the local uh, high school sports, that kind of thing. And it's just one of those things that we, we just have to deal with. And, and when you say that they don't care when you, when you tell them how you feel about it, it's just not true. And here's my suggestion. And this is, it goes for everybody listening because a lot of you are just getting Free Talk Live on Saturday nights. The best thing you can do is uh, to, to get more Free Talk Live is to call the station, talk to the program director, and give them some appreciation. You know, instead of just calling with critique, uh, which is what most people do, when when a program director takes a, a phone call from yeah. a local person, it's usually like, they, I don't like something right, and this and that. The reason they pick up the phone is because they're upset. They, yeah. they, they've been motivated enough, and usually that's upset that gets them to that. Point. So the best thing you can do to uh, to get more free talk live on your local talk station is to call and, and show the program director some appreciation. Hey, I, I really like that Saturday night show, and I hear that they're, uh, they offer a weeknight show. Maybe uh, you'd consider putting them on instead of the awful Mark Levin, this shrill, screaming, yeah, ranting. Great one. Well, I mean, the thing of it is, I mean, again, this is a guy, and and again, we'll use Mark Levin as an example. I mean, this is a guy that just, you know, he literally beats people up. You know, well, physically? What, what, well, I mean, not not physically. He looks like... But I mean, you know, verbally. He looks like a mobster person. I think that... Uh, he, <laughs> that's just mean. He, well, that's what he looks like. When I see him, he reminds me of that. I've seen him in person at these uh, these talk radio conventions. I agree with you, man. It's uh, Some of the talk radio out there is awful. Sure, he's very and, nice. And the best thing that we can... You know what? You know what would really solve it? If you want to guarantee to get Free Talk Live on during the week, come to him with advertising dollars. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'll buy change ads. everything. I'll buy ads on your radio station. Well, I, mean, I, 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 I Again, you know, th- this, you know, Free Talk Live, Again, it gives the opportunity for the you know for people like such as the guy down in Florida you talk with Steve. It gives them the opportunity you know to get a different perspective. Absolutely, we're not beating people up or anything. Well, the you know, we're, we're, we're not uh, you know uh, you know beating the 
president up every time somebody stubs their toe. I did get a little upset earlier tonight with uh, when David, the uh, the cop guy, was uh, was on the line. So sometimes that happens with me. But I appreciate the appreciation, and Bobby, thank you for the call. Glad you're out there, uh, and uh, you know, glad you're wading through the baseball to uh, try to find us when we're finally on the air. And of course, I highly recommend that if you do have a local uh, talk station in your area airing Free Talk Live, that you make your best effort to listen to them. But in the absence of that, we do have internet streams. So if you've got internet access, even if it's dial-up, you can listen to Free Talk Live. We have a dial-up stream. Who else is doing that for you on uh, the nationally syndicated talk guys? That's a good question, Mark. I bet not too many. They don't, uh, you know, customer service isn't, uh, you know, they don't have to. They've got hundreds of thousands, millions of listeners. Rush Limbaugh, I think it was at 18 million last time I looked. Not only do we have dial-up streams, we also have broadband streams, and they run around the clock. So if you're listening a lot, you can listen during the live times and hear us live. But after the show's over, you go right into uh, a repeat of uh, Free Talk Live, the most recent episode. So you can always get the streams. Plus, we've got the listen lines as well. So I'll give you those numbers here. There's a phone number you can call. As long as you can dial long distance, you can listen to Free Talk Live. 760-569-7752. 760-569-7752. And if you misplaced that number or you didn't get a chance to write it down, you can just visit our website at listen.freetalklive.com, and there it's listed right there. So internet streams, phone lines... Also, we've got the Liberty Radio Network, where we air live during uh, uh, during our live slot. That is now available on a satellite. So you can go and purchase uh, a KU Band satellite dish, or if you've already got one, if you've got free-to-air satellite, you can just tune into our transponder and listen to us uh, without any kind of baseball interruptions. So there are multiple ways for you to get your, uh, your listening ears on this program. And if you want to learn more about the satellite option, you can visit sat.lrn.fm. That's the Liberty Radio Network website, sat.lrn.fm. I've uh, got my dish and I tuned it in and it sounds pretty good, so it's working out. Uh, but yeah, if you get the station locally and they're airing us, put us on because that way you can support their uh, their station and uh, support their local advertisers and keep Free Talk Live on the air. More coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want. 1-800-259-9231. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the Saturday edition of the program. We are here to take your phone calls about what you want. Take control of the airwaves toll free at 1 800 259 9231. The SACL CAI toll free line. 800-259-9231. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we get a lot of features there. Archives. Do we have archives? Yeah. We've got a full week's worth on the front page. And then if you click into the archive section, that'll take you all the way back to 2006. Go ahead. See if any of those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their websites. Offer that kind of service. Yeah, that kind of service have charged. Right. So it's all free at freetalklive.com. And if you're looking for gold and silver, Mark, you've got an option for our listeners. Yeah, uh, you, you know, the, the 
the fact is that talk radio is lousy with uh, with gold ads out there. They're just all over the place. And when I looked at buying gold at one point in, in the past, I found it a dizzying idea. Yeah, I wanted the gold and silver. I wanted the real value in my hand. But I didn't know when I talked to the salesman, I didn't understand what I've done. Um, now that I have some experience in this, is I've put together some gold and silver coins that people can look at. They can use to compare when they talk to people on the phone at these other places. I think that they're going to be some of the best rates that they're going to get on these uh, particular items. And they're designed not for collector purposes, but for the purpose of getting gold and silver in your hand. Go to gold.freetalklive.com and uh, check out what we've got there. There's certainly lots of other options if you want to call Midas Resources, who we're teamed up to do this with, and the telephone number's there, gold.freetalklive.com. All right, we continue taking your phone calls about what you want, going to Walt in Vermont. Also, Walt, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, this is Wallace, not Walt. Oh, Wallace, Uh, what's on your mind tonight? uh, We've had two incidents now in four months of police tasing, and uh, the latest one is probably so remarkable, I posted it to your, your website. Uh, this family apparently was worried about uh, their, their uh, relative, a guy. And they basically called up the police. This is the Barry City Police Department, population 8,000, about one-third of what Keene is. Yeah, we're so on in Barry, actually, on WSNO. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, this guy basically comes up uh, and, and, and starts to to mumble stuff that his family thinks he's suicidal. So he was ill, basically, but mentally uh, disturbed. Well, he had one of his bad days. And, and they called the police. Uh, these, this never it, ends well, because the police are not uh, there to help. <laughs> they're, they're not mental health counselors. Yeah. This, is, this is basically for a, a so-called welfare check, mm. uh, to check to see whether or not he's all together and whether he's going to hurt himself. So he come he starts walking down a, a stretch of the railroad tracks in the city of Barry. And lo and behold, this cop comes and starts talking to him. And he was carrying a, a knapsack. And uh, the cop said, let me see your knapsack. So he hands it over, right? So the cop finishes up. The guy starts walking away. And uh, lo and behold... Still walking down this this railroad track, which maybe there's two trains or three trains a, a day, usually for granite stuff. So anyway, uh, two more cops come the opposite direction. They confront this guy again. Again, he gives him the knapsack. <laughs> again, basically, uh, he had told him the first guy that he had a, uh, like a, a fishing knife in 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 the knapsack. And supposedly this guy reached into his pocket. He had been searched by this other officer, the first officer. Mm -hmm. So these guys pull their guns, and one of the officers had a taser. So they tased this guy. Reaching into his pocket? He was reaching into his pocket. Supposedly reaching into his pocket. But he had been searched by this other guy, (laughs) this other police officer. Uh, Needless to say, they charged him with... You know what charge? Uh, uh, disorderly conduct. Yep. Resisting arrest? <laughs> no, no. 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 Okay. Sometimes it's resisting both. Resisting arrest. Okay. So the charge basically goes uh, before the court, and the judge, who has a reputation of being eh, so-so, 
he basically dismisses the charge. Oh, that's totally. nice. And he says the only people that broke the law, maybe, were the police. Sure, but when they break the law, they've got to almost total immunity. So and- he tossed them all in jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 this is the, the other thing. The prosecutor, and it's not like in Keene where you have a police prosecutor. This is supposedly a licensed attorney mm-hmm. called the state's attorney for the county of Washington. This guy turns around and tries to make a deal with this guy. Hey, we'll give you time served, a fine, get well, the blank out of here. Why would he make a deal with him after the judge already dropped the this charge? Before, before, oh, before the him. judge made the decision. Gotcha. And, and uh, when the judge started to, to make his decision and actually made it, I was actually in the courtroom. Because uh, I was interested in, for my own uh, sure, piece of sure. mind. And, and so the guy didn't his, take the deal then, which is so uh, really He didn't take unusual. the deal, and his attorney argues that if anybody broke the law, it was the police, and yep. the judge agreed with it. Hey, right? thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it, Wallace. 800-259-9231. So many stories like that. The guy's lucky that he survived the welfare check. <laughs> I mean, we have... It does. I'm sorry. There are people that don't survive these welfare we, checks. That's right. We've had stories before where somebody ends up with a bullet hole in them because of the so-called welfare check. Uh, where the police come out and they are on the edge for whatever reason, because they, I don't you know. Be, you be, I, you know, I, I wouldn't want a job where I'm dealing with uh, crazy people. You shouldn't be sending cops out to do the the, the job mental health workers. Yeah. But at least the guy was uh, apparently not uh, crazy enough to uh, take the plea deal. I mean, as has happened so many times, people go into courtrooms, they're offered these this deal. Hey, we'll cut you the break if you just plead guilty. Well, he didn't plead guilty, and lo and behold, the, the charge was dropped. Most people. I wouldn't put my, uh, uh, you know, all my eggs in the uh, judicial system back basket. You know, the well, idea. No, I'm not suggesting you should put your eggs in any basket. I'm just saying that uh, usually people take the plea deal, yes. and they never end up going to trial, and so they never end up finding out how full of holes the state's case really is, because basically they're bluffing in so many cases. The state uh, state government people are bluffing when they bring charges against people, and they just know that they can intimidate their way into getting plea bargains out. You of hate people. America. What are you talking about? No, I, I entirely agree. When you're talking about this plea bargaining situation, plea bargainings are, as far as I'm concerned, a criminal enterprise. Who do they benefit? Do they benefit the victim of the crime? Mm-hmm. No. Do they benefit the person who might be um, erroneously accused of a crime? No. Do they benefit the person? Uh, I suppose they benefit. Yeah, you're right. That's all they do is benefit the uh, criminals, criminals inside and outside the judicial system, because it benefits judges. It benefits prosecutors. It benefits people that want to grow the size of government. It doesn't benefit any of us who expect some kind of service from our government. You want to talk about we had a guy earlier talking about how local control could uh, stop the feds. This is one of the ways local uh, control can really be made. Rather than just electing politicians, you can just have people refuse to go along with the game anymore because it's really it's just a big scam. The the so-called justice system, okay, yeah, there are some instances where there are real disputes, where there's real property damage. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about the 98% of the cases that you're going to see on a Monday morning arraignment where you're dealing with pot possession, uh, running through a stop sign, you know, that kind of crap. Uh, not even running through, rolling through. Yeah. Uh, that's the kind of stuff you're going to see, or driving while suspended. That nonsense where there's no victim. That's how they load. They they just load up the docket with these people, and they ring the cash register as they all just plead guilty. If those people, if ten percent of them were to just uh, plead not take not guilty, then the system would not be able to handle it. The system requires your obedience. It requires you to go along with the game, along with the scam. Is as soon as you say no, 
They don't know what to do. My God, the prosecutor has to do work? Oh, crap, I've got to get discovery together? I've got to, I've got to actually uh, figure out what questions to ask these witnesses? I've got, to do, I've got to do a trial? Oh, when's the last time I did a trial? And it makes it very difficult on Sad. them. It makes it very difficult. And so that's one of the, I think, the tactics that's going to very, be very successful up here in New Hampshire. We'll tell you about the Free State Project here in a little bit. The toll-free number for you to take control of the airwaves is 1-800-259-9231. You can, of course, bring up absolutely anything. 800-259-9231 and take control. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. Oh, by the way, don't forget to visit freetalklive.com. Lots of great stuff there. You get to uh, control the content of the website. Submit stuff to it like uh, like Wallace did. He said he submitted that to our site. That's great because it exposes other people to what you think is interesting. We're coming up. Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. We're here. It's Saturday night. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And again, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money and reinvest it into the program. Get on more radio stations around the country. Bring more internet listeners on board and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. You heard uh, our a caller earlier uh, this this hour who was talking about how much he really realized that uh, Free Talk Live, it was Bobby, he was uh, telling us that uh, Free Talk Live is just so different from those other talk shows. And it's true. I mean, we're still talk radio, so we're still, we still have that talk show feel to us, but uh, we're not like the rest of those guys. So if you appreciate that, head over, become an amplifier, go to amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks, too, like access to the amp-only call-in lines, the amp-only forum, podcast, and more. Get all the details, get signed up amp.freetalklive.com makes a big difference for us we continue with your calls richard listening to wkmq in tupelo richard you're on free talk live hey how are y'all doing hey what's on your mind tonight man you guys are anti-state anti-war pro-market the other radios are uh talk radios that's all statism it sure is differences like day and night well, you know, I, I, I understand where you're coming from and i appreciate it i prefer uh pro-freedom rather than anti this and anti that yeah Look, I had a comment and a question. <laughs> sure. Uh, the comment was about the legitimate role of government. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Albert J. Nock and what he w- wrote on the subject. Our enemy, the state? Correct. I'm not, I've not read it, but uh, I've heard of the guy. Okay, he makes a distinction between government and the state. Hmm. He says government only has one legitimate purpose to protect your rights. Well, it's, well to, it's to provide no services. Well, it's, how does the government protect uh, rights without vi- first violating them? Well, let, let me make my point okay, please. first. And the state is actually predatory. It takes that power, and then through taxation and licenses and all the rest, it, it's predatory. It preys on the peaceful citizens. Mm-hmm. So the state... Uh, is really, like you guys say, it's parasitic. 
But now here's I, my. Here's I think my that if, if the government was able to stay in the role of a of a small uh, you know organization that actually did protect people's rights, people's life, people's property, um, as as it was envisioned to do, then there would be no uh, there would be no room for people to say things like, "Well, the government's a coercive entity," because it wouldn't have gotten so big that anybody would really have a problem with it. So what's your that's question? That's correct. That, that's why it really needs to be limited. But now here's my question. Hmm. Okay, why, why are people so scared of liberty? In other words, the, the statists, uh, they have the, uh, the power. And when you try to uh, discuss liberty with people, I mean, you're like right on the fringe. Very mm-hmm. few people are interested in hearing about it and you know they seem to get hostile yeah well it's a good question and here's my answer uh it has i think it has directly to do with the government indoctrination system uh the the government uh is running the schools for the most part in this country and most people you know probably 90 percent of uh, the american people are being educated in these government indoctrination camps and so they're being taught and 100 percent are having to pay for them yeah and they're you know, so they're being taught this lesson that government is good government is necessary uh we couldn't live without government without government we'd uh, it'd be chaos without government government we'd uh, we'd have warlords and it would be much worse and etc cetera, etc cetera. so there's all this propaganda that is uh, is shoved down the throat this pro state uh, propaganda shoved down the throats of the american people so a lot of people know that there's something wrong and they know there's something in here really really wrong in this country and they're just they're just not quite sure what it is and of course when you tell them it's the government uh, you know it's this, this organization of men and women uh, calling themselves government forcing themselves on people they uh, they recoil at that because it goes against what they've been indoctrinated with for in many cases as little as 13 years and longer if people go to college yeah, yeah, that's true. There's an awful lot of brainwashing going on. It's, it's just also, it goes on beyond that, too. If you think about it, you've got the government schools and the government colleges that are, they're all very state-oriented, uh, that indoctrinate people. And then they go into society and they get into roles like talk radio and, uh, and television and, and journalism. And so they take their pro-state beliefs and they espouse them throughout their lifetimes. So then it becomes, it seems even more crazy when someone like us gets on and, you know, talks about freedom or you talk to a friend and you're, you're trying to explain to them what liberty really means uh you sound even more crazy because well that's not what they're hearing on the radio that's not what they're hearing on television that's not what their other friends are talking about you must be nuts yeah well my final comment is i appreciate you guys uh you know you're promoting social power instead of state power and and that's what we need Hey, uh, here's my solution for you, by the way, because I agree with you that, that this is a problem. And the solution is to get together with other like-minded people so you're no longer just a lone nutter uh, talking about freedom. You can be together with other people like that, and that's where the Free State Project <laughs> With other nutters. Uh, well, yeah, oh, oh, wait a minute end. now. The Free State Project with the Eskimos? Up in New Hampshire? Come on. We're from Florida. Hey, dude. I uh, am a Florida native, and yes, it does get cold here, but we've got heat. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. It was my objection, too, when I first heard about the, yeah, the Free yeah, State Project. Here. I thought, oh, my God, it's cold up there. It, 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 and, you know, you, you grow up in, in Florida, you don't think you can handle the cold. But honestly, during the uh, summer you didn't in Florida, I certainly didn't go outside um, and, mm. and do anything because you'd have died out in the heat. So yeah. I, I'll admit to you, you don't have to shovel sunshine, but... Uh, you know, it's <laughs> but the you know, the problem there was no there was no prospect for liberty no. where I was living. It just wasn't going to happen no, because the status coming from New York and New Jersey come down to Florida and they retire there. It just keeps getting worse. Uh, so, look, hey, 
Nobody ever said getting to Liberty would be an easy process. And for me... Yeah, the guys at Valley Forge didn't have it very easy. Right. Uh, hey, at least we've got shoes and stuff, right? They, they didn't have so many shoes back then, did they? At Valley Forge. Uh, they, as I understand, wrap their feet with cloth. Yeah. So we've got shoes, and they've got nice insulated boots and things like that up here. So it's really not. I mean, I've hiked the mountain up here in the the winter time. I, I found myself riding around on my bicycle uh, this winter in like thirty five degree temperatures, and I wasn't wearing anything other than what I would have purchased for clothing down in Florida. I had a pair of jeans on. I had a leather uh, jacket on. And it wasn't a big deal. Surprising how long, how quickly. I mean, it's been three years. Right. You're completely used to it. So I don't know if I'm completely used to it. I don't want to well, go and get a job. Nobody gets used to right. Entirely used to I don't to want it. to go and get a job in construction during the wintertime or anything like that. You don't that. want a job in construction anyway. No, and a true. job in construction in Florida <laughs> stinks in the summertime. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. I put roofs on in Florida. I know. So, yeah. So getting, getting together with other like-minded people, it's happening now. It's happening in New Hampshire. The Free State Project is the place to go to learn more about it. You can go to freestateproject.org. That's why we moved here, Mark. And as uh, Dale, our Friday night co-host, said last night, uh, it's been a blast. It has been so much fun. In fact, we're going to Dale's party tonight, and there's going to be people hanging out and socializing, and we'll have more people at Dale's party, his birthday party tonight, than they believe we, in liberty than we ever had at a, you know any kind of Libertarian Party meeting or Ron Paul meetup or whatever. Yeah, I would say that the amount of people uh, at Dale's party will uh, will eclipse easily the mm-hmm. amount of people that came to the election night party for the Libertarian Party in uh, in 2004. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, so in Sarasota, Florida. Eight, yep, in Sarasota, which is a population at least three times as many as uh, this county here. In fact, oh, many times more than that. I think there's 300,000 people in Sarasota. There's like 100,000 people in here Cheshire in County. Cheshire County. Mm. So you can dial in toll free 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Drew in Clearwater, listening to WFLA. Hello, Drew. Yeah, hi guys. Great show, yeah, sir. What's um, on your mind tonight? Well, to make a long story real very short. A, a buddy of mine opened a bait and tackle shop in Clearwater. He had a mural of fish painted on the side of it. That's advertising. Well, (laughs) (laughs) no, it's actually art. It's protected uh, speech per the First Amendment. And uh, anyway, the city cited him calling it uh, a sign. I know. I'm just, Uh, I'm I'm fooling with you. Well, anyway, instead of destroying the, uh, the mural, he covered it with a banner of the First Amendment. So then the city cited him for the First Amendment being a sign. Oh, my gosh. I set up a website about it. This happened about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. We got thousands of emails and faxes. The city was deluged. Anyway, the ACLU jumped into it on his side. Mm-hmm. They got Donald Trump's attorney involved. They wow. sued the city and the federal court. Um, the federal judge and the magistrate issued a um, permanent injunction against the city. Wow. Then the city ended up settling out of court. My buddy got $690 for the fines that he had paid. And the ACLU got about $55,000 in attorney's fees. Oh, boy. And no rules were changed. There was absolutely no change occurred at the city level. Um, the city has two people that do nothing but drive around looking at, for, for things to cite people for. So even though, they lost, it's so few. even though they lost that particular case, they didn't change their rules. They just, they're going to continue going after everybody else. Yeah, they had this. There's been absolutely no change, and this isn't the first time. The, the the city of Clearwater had lost a previous federal case against a car dealership for for having flags. They said he had too many flags, and they lost that case. And this, this, what I'm saying is, that the mindset of these cities is just it's it's just say no. Let me cite you. 
let me make you pay license fees, everything else. Well, and, right. The more times they uh, they hand out citations, the more likely people are just going to pay them. And, the, if, and if they lose, then they just use taxpayers' money to defend themselves. Yeah, it's, a, it's a big scam, and I thank you for the story tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, Drew. More coming up here. Hour 3 is on the way. Enough time for your calls about what you want. This is Free Talk Live. In the decades to come, hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system, rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth. But the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can. Escape from Terra, Volume 1, the first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series, is available now for $12.95 from Big Head Press at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. And we give you the features there for free. Go ahead, check those other talk shows out. They don't offer you any, hardly anything for free. It's like just a big sales site. Come on, pay $7 a month for our subscription service. Well, no, we give it all away. So enjoy it over at freetalklive.com. And you can take control of the airwaves, bring up anything. We'll start things out this hour with Dustin listening in Gainesville. Dustin, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dustin in Florida. Maybe he's not in Gainesville. Dustin, going once. Dustin going twice. Doesn't sound like he's on the phone line. He's gone. Let's try somebody else. How about uh, Michael listening in Aberdeen to KBKW? Michael in Aberdeen. Hello? Is this Michael? Yeah. Michael, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, yeah, I heard you a caller earlier talking about that uh, you guys pitching a tent. Well, actually, both of you said it to one another. And and it just made me laugh real hard because the thing it is, is I went out and did that very thing. And I'm out now. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I'm seven miles deep into the woods, in the middle of nowhere. And I got this forest ranger on a horse that comes up <laughs> out of nowhere. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm. I guess I was there for about two and a half months, and I had me a, a deer. Well, what I had with me is just a tent and some survival gear. A little bit of canned goods and things. You know. So you were trying to get away from it all. I mean, we're, we're just to bring our listeners up to speed as to what you're talking about, I'll let you continue the story in a moment. But to bring our listeners up to speed, we had a guy call in uh, earlier in the show tonight saying, well, if you don't like property taxes, just move out in the middle of nowhere. Take a pitch a tent. Uh, so that's what you tried to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and, I, and I'm thinking, you know, and here it is, you know, I got this deer hanging. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just sitting around my little campfire. And uh, all I got is a crossbow. I ain't allowed to have a gun because I'm a convicted felon. Oh, boy. In some so states, you're not allowed to have a crossbow unless you have some kind of special permit. Well, yeah, well, I, yeah, I found found that out kind of the hard way. Out oh, there is, this the the sto- is this part of the story? Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but basically, <laughs> I'm out here, you know, thinking I'm away from it all. I'm a free man. I'm living off the land. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. going to live in peace. You know, because I'm pretty much just tired of all the crap going on with everybody in the cities and everything everywhere. 
But uh, anyway, here I am, you know, and this game warden or mountain ranger guy just comes strolling through on his horse, and he and he looks over at me, and I look at him and say, "Hi, how you doing?" He says, "How you doing?" And he looks around my camp and he sees that I got my deer hanging, and uh, he sees my crossbow and stuff sitting there, and and I don't know what I was doing. I was just sitting there doing something around the fire. I don't know if I was eating or what, but mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so he he says, uh, do you uh, have a permit for that uh, crossbow and, and license for the deer hunting, hunting license? And and I just looked at him, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. This has got this got to be a nightmare. Yeah, it sounds like you know, it. there's this, no way this, you can, you can't get away from these people. At this point, you know, I'm thinking this is going to be a joke. You know, I'm out here in the oh, no. middle of the woods. I mean, I'm seven miles, yeah. literally seven miles back into the, in the middle of nowhere land. That's a long way to pack it out, man. I've done that before. Well, the, basically, I had had a, somebody, you know, I had a backpack, and all I had was a tent and my crossbow mm-hmm. and some survival So what gear. happened? So you clearly didn't show him the permit, so then what happened? Well, uh, basically, he was going to take me to jail. On his horse? Him, huh? On his horse? What was he going to do? Well, he was going to call in like a, a ranger or, or another vehicle or something, and he was going to put me in handcuffs and, and uh, escort me to the road uh, where I could be picked up with a vehicle. But, you know, but mm-hmm. basically, but basically, he, you know, he said, uh, give me your ID. He wanted my ID. <laughs> As if you have and one. You're I living you, in a tent. I hope you didn't bring ID out there. Well, actually, it's a good thing I did because if I didn't have the ID, he was going to take me to jail. So basically, I uh, gave him my ID, and uh, he gave me a ticket, and he confiscated my bow and arrows, my bow and my arrows and God. stuff, and looked around my camp. And he told me that I had to vacate the premises because it was governmental pro- government property, and that uh, we own everything. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, that was that was kind of pretty much what happened to me. And I'm thinking, you know, listening, you know, to you two guys say, "Well, like pitch a tent," because you know he said it first, and then you said you go pitch a tent is. Well, no, we didn't suggest that. I just started laughing. No, 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 that that wasn't us. We really didn't knew if you guys really knew. I mean, no, the, we didn't. We didn't suggest I, that. That I was the caller. That, that was because it was like, hey, thank you. I appreciate it. But that you you misheard. We certainly did not suggest that. We know you can't get away from these people. Yeah, you it can't was, go to the woods well, and get away from yeah. them. That's for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no. I mean, you know, you got. He said it more out of anger, and you said it as a joke. I yep. see. You know, hey, thank you for the story tonight. Story. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. How frustrating! You say that you know the government's getting too big. I think I'm going to go out and live in the woods in a tent and uh, live off the land. Eat uh, you know like Thoreau. Yeah, right. Eat, eat eat things that I find in the woods, whether they're uh, you know animals, vegetable or mineral or whatever you it is. You got a permit for that? And you got a you got a permit for that crossbow? He's not even carrying a gun because he's convicted. He's trying convicted felon. He's trying to follow the rules and then some badge badge heavy forest ranger who probably doesn't see a person he can push around all month says hey i got one now yeah. you know and and this some guy trying to live off the land and this is the problem ladies and gentlemen when you run out of frontier 
This is what happens, is the people that would normally go to the frontier are stuck in regular society, and mm-hmm. society tends to get more and more. The government gets bigger and bigger. Sure does. All, that's all you have to do is look at government, and it will be a study in mission creep and how things get bigger. And when you've got the – now the rubber's hitting the road in the United States. What are the frontier types going to do versus what are the, 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 the statists, the big government apologists, the people who are working for the system and sucking off the, the giant bloated teat of the, the zombie state, which is beginning to die? New Hampshire is the closest we've got to the new frontier. Uh, freestateproject.org. We continue. Let's try Dustin one more time. Apparently had his phone on mute. Dustin, we're going to give you one more shot here. You on? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, well, first off, I want to say, speaking of Sarasota, I don't know if you guys remember me, but I'm a very long, long-ago caller and listener. Uh, I don't know if the name rings any bells. Are you Dustin from Venice? Uh... Yes, I am. Oh, wow. Geez, you were a kid when you were calling. <laughs> I was indeed a kid, and I, I was just coming back from work, driving through Tallahassee, and I heard some people talking about crazy libertarian theories, and sure enough, it Who was else you could guys, it be? So. <laughs> But uh, wow. since I've been there, I, I, I've grown up a little bit. Uh, I, I'm now a, I work for uh, labor unions in North Florida, up in Gainesville and Jacksonville. Making the world free, huh? Hey, I, I'm working towards it. And I, know. And I just want to, I don't buy into the libertarian thing per se, and I just want to kind of talk about why I don't buy into that. I'm not a libertarian college. either. I'm a voluntarist. Well, I quit the Libertarian Party uh, a few years ago. Voluntarist, what do you want to call it? I mean, you're still free, pro free market, uh, pro capitalism, correct? Uh, I wouldn't. You know, the capitalism is a is a term that, uh, that kind of suggests the uh, the rule by the elites Status or quo. Uh, kind of a crony capitalism. No, I, I support freedom, which means that uh, I support different competing economic systems. So you should be able to organize your business or whatever you do in whatever way you want. Yeah, what we're against is sticking guns in people's faces and telling them how to live. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, the the hard part about that that. I've really seen. I, I kind of went through my whole libertarian phase too, and I realized that the issue is not just government; it, it's who's running government and what they're running it for. And a lot of the large corporations are basically the ones financing it. Agreed. Really, truly running government. Agreed. But sure. yeah, Dustin, here's where the here's where the, this this falls off the track. Are you going to create a government where the rich and powerful don't control it? Because I mean, you know, the same argument can be made about libertarianism. It's never happened, and it never will. We'll come back here if you want to hang on, Dustin. We'll bring you back here in a moment. One of our oldest, long time yeah. listeners has refound us. Fun stuff. We're coming up here. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I think some of the uh, photoshops he made are still on our BBS over at bbs.freetalklive.com. It's more coming American patriots, would you like to spend a day or two with other freedom-loving Americans? Learn rifle marksmanship while hearing the real story behind the American Revolution? If you said yes, then the Appleseed program is for you. Part shooting school, part oral history lesson. Appleseed has trained thousands of Americans nationwide. And with hundreds of shoots scheduled this year, you can be sure there's one near you. For more information, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's AppleseedInfo.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. 
And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and they include our webcam. You go to cam.freetalklive.com, and you'll be able to watch the show and listen, of course, uh, as well as chat. Chat room is built into the webcam page, so go to cam.freetalklive.com. Watch, listen, and get interactive. Memorydealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, Zenpacks, GBIX, X2s, they're all 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. In stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery at MemoryDealers.com. By the way, Memory Dealers is the sponsor of the webcam, cam.freetalklive.com. We continue here. Dustin, uh, it's a little Free Talk Live reunion tonight. Uh, we... Uh, it's a small world, man. Dustin listened to this show back when he was a teenager, uh, back when we were just on in Sarasota, Florida, when we were getting our start in the early portion of this decade. And he has rediscovered Free Talk Live as he was driving through uh, Tallahassee listening to WFLA-FM. Now, Dustin, you're back on the show. Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, just to follow off what Mark was sort of saying before the break, uh, I think there's a real issue, though, if you leave the rich and powerful there, because you're assuming that... Uh, we're going to convince rich people to just give up the power they have and give up their control of government. Who said that? that I think you're misreading what I'm saying. What I'm saying to you, Dustin, is this, is that, um, okay, so you're a smart kid, and I'm sure you're a smart smart adult as a result. You got a little older. um, You you saw the world. It's it's messed up, and I agree with you. Um, You decided voting for Barack Obama is going to probably be the way to to fix this problem. And what I guess I'm... with that. <laughs> well, what I'm telling you're saying that you need to get the right people in government, and that generally. No, 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 no. What's that? No, I disagree with that. You're not uh, saying you need to get the right people in government because that's almost that's what I heard you say. I, I'm saying you need to fundamentally transform what the government is. I mean, I'm for that. Yeah, I mean, are you going to make it an organization that uses force um, to get people to comply with its wishes? Because uh, that's fundamental. Extent, I think that is necessary because I don't think the people who have power and the rich who can, I mean, if you look historically back to strikes that have happened all the way into the 18th century, uh, hiring private armies to shoot people who are just asking for enough food to survive. I mean, I have no, I really don't think there's any way that these people are voluntarily going to say, hey, uh, go ahead, reorganize society in a way that's fair and just and allows everybody to have freedom and liberty. So I don't see any other what okay so what are you suggesting here as uh, as a change uh well i'd suggest uh, exactly what you guys are saying is that first and foremost if people actually want to change they're going to have to be organized together because uh the whole concept uh, that the republican party pushes and to a certain extent the democrats push is this uh sort of free market uh Business will take care of everything. Those people no don't push the services. Those people do but not you, push anything about the free market. You've got the wrong picture as to what business is and corporations and things like that. Um, the, the the government creates corporations, right? The government I mean, is a corporation. Right. The government a is a corporation. Fiction. It allows people to, who, uh, to, to create corporations that protect themselves from the liability that they have for their actions. The government it's is a shield. an organization it's- created to protect people who are wealthy enough and play along with their rules, their friends, from the consequences of their actions. 
I think that if you're talking about business as in a free exchange, and that's what I believe the free market is, you've never seen a free market, Dustin. You don't even, I mean, at this point, you're not even talking about one. None of us have. Right. A free market exists where there is freedom. And what we have is not the free market because the government coerces people in all manners. So you have a coerced market. There can be no such thing as a free market as long as there is from Dustin's uh, mouth to God's people ears. People who own businesses, huh? I mean, as long as people own individual people own businesses, they're going to concentrate power and they're going to reinstitute government to form monopolies and corporations. I mean, that's just. I mean, well, I'm look, for, monopolies I'm are only democracy. instituted by the government. What monopolies are only instituted by the government? Right. You can only have a monopoly when the government is involved and says you can't compete against this other. You have business. to have a, a gang with guns in order to make sure that your business is a monopoly. Otherwise, in a in a free world, I could start a, comp- a competing business against yours. Yeah, but who institutes the government? It's the strongest players at the time, and even if there was a free market, there would be a couple business people who want more and who would institute that. You see, see, I understand it's a very pessimistic view that you have, and I don't blame you for having it. I think that what we we need to explain, or what I need to explain here, is that uh, the vision of a voluntary society that I have, where people interact with each other as they normally do, and most uh, most of our life uh, interact with one another on a voluntary basis, I just want to see that across the board. In order to get to that point, you have to have a paradigm shift. Uh, The people in whatever that given area is that will become the voluntary society. I hope it to be New Hampshire first, and then we'll see if other people follow along. Uh, but people have to have a, a paradigm shift to where they reject the idea of coercing against their neighbors, to where they reject the idea that violence is somehow acceptable uh, when you vote for it. And I think that once we can get people to that point where they understand that human beings should interact on a voluntary, consensual basis, then you'll have that shift that's necessary. And anybody that tries to seize power or try to use force on others will be repelled uh, by people willing to defend their uh, their freedom. So uh, I'm not talking about making some sort of change to the current structure or the current society or anything like that. I'm literally talking about a paradigm shift and then what comes out of that. Does it make any sense at all? No, it makes sense. I I would argue that people aren't convinced by arguments and ideas per se, but actually experiencing things and, and having their material life affected, and it's going to be. I think you're right about that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's why we're bringing people together. That's it's going to be impossible to convince everybody, especially you, when the richest and most powerful people. But are you don't need to, to convince divide. everybody. You only need to get enough people on board to make it really difficult for the people who are in the in the positions of power. As I was explaining earlier, uh, the, right, the it's the whole concept of a union. I mean, when the, when these union people stood up and said no, it wasn't all of them. It wasn't most of them. It wasn't even a, a large minority of them. It was a few of them right. that said no more. The I'm fact, not having it anymore. Yeah, the fact is I, uh, that uh, the the the, the current system relies on obedience. It relies on people being docile. It relies on people just going along to get along. And as soon as a, as soon as a percentage or like maybe 5% of people stop going along to get along, the system as we know it will have to fundamentally change because it won't be able to uh, to handle the, the stresses put on it. In fact, it can barely handle it right now, uh, even with the obedient population that we have. The, the court system up here in New Hampshire is like cr- crumbling. They, they can barely handle uh, what, uh, what they're dealing with. They, they can barely fund themselves, even with all the 
of the cash that they're extracting from the poor saps that uh, that are vi- their victims. So yeah, what we're talking about is bringing people together. We're talking about overthrowing it with peace and love uh, the people that are are in power and making it so they can't wield force over uh, over peaceful people. Thanks, Dustin. Good hearing from you. Appreciate the call tonight. Always call uh, in. He's always a good challenging uh, call. I mean, even since when he was a teenager, yeah, he was, was a smart good, kid. Good challenging caller. Uh, and you can always get us online freetalklive.com if you don't, if you can't hear us in your local area as well. So uh, and if you don't hear us in your local area, there's a solution. Call your local talk station. Tell the program director that uh, you'd like to hear some free talk live. Be nice. You know, don't, don't complain about the current programming. Just say positive things about uh, this great show that uh, you've heard. Free talk live. All right. So 800-259-9231. Still plenty of time for your calls if you make them now. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. It's the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. We're here to take your phone calls. You may dial in about anything at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. And all the features there are free, including our listening options. Live streams, we've got them. Webcam, we got that too. Plus, listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone, long distance. Uh, you can get it all over at listen.freetalklive.com. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients, too. SACL CAI. You can check out their banner at freetalklive.com. Do business with businesses that support Free Talk Live. Let's continue. Ladies first, Ashley is in Tallahassee listening to WFLA-FM. Hello, Ashley. Hey, fellas. Hey there. What's on your mind? Um, I was uh, road biking tonight on a um, a pretty busy street in Tallahassee. It was 830, so there's still plenty of sunlight. And I take road biking very seriously. I do it very safe. I was in a bike lane wearing my helmet. I had a headlight and two backlights on, one on my bag and one on my bike. And I come up on a cross street where I don't have a stop sign, but the cross street does. Okay. And I see across the street there's a cop car. And... I ignorantly assumed that he saw me because people are supposed to look for bikes when they're, you know, driving their cars. And uh, I come up on the cross street, and this cop car peels out of the stop sign and comes within inches of hitting my front wheel. Oh my gosh! And I, it was, it was just really upsetting. I mean, whether it were a, you know, a cop or not, I, I probably would have uh, screamed an expletive anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, and then I look up and I see that the cop is on his cell phone. He's either oh texting my. or dialing somebody, and uh, <sighs> it was just kind of an eye opener, I guess. You know, um, 
it was just really upsetting. Well, these to, guys uh, are supposed to be the professionals, right? right. They're mean, the ones that go out. <laughs> Obviously, they they must be morally superior to the rest of us if they go around and they and they're looking for you making the smallest traffic error so they can sure. slap you the fifty hundred hundred and fifty dollar ticket. Um, you'd you'd expect them to try to follow the rules of the oh. road, and and I'm sure they get to see on a day in and day out basis the dangers of uh, using one cell phone and texting while driving. I mean, these texting while driving dangerous. is far more. It's more dangerous than drinking and driving uh, yeah. more, by and Depending large. Depending on how much you drink, well, it's yeah. certainly. But most of the people they pick up are. Uh, you know, within right. a, 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 a a category that isn't as dangerous as texting. Yes, I agree. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the cops get to they, they get to run through stoplights when they got their lights on. They get to speed around, and and whenever you talk about how they, well, wait, you get to how come you get to do all that stuff and nobody else? Well, we're the professionals. It's okay. I, we're and, we're trained. I mean, they get to they get to play with a laptop for God's sake. So they're driving around a car. I mean, who in their mm-hmm. right mind would even think that that was an inkling of being a safe driver at all they're keeping and, you safe uh, ashley you know it's just really upsetting because I, I looked on the back of his car to see if there was some kind of car number i could have called in or something as, as if that would have done anything <laughs> but i see on the back of his car for an emergency call 911 and i'm thinking to myself god forbid if this man would have hit me you know oh i gotta call 911 oh wait there's a cop already here and he almost killed me <laughs> and you- uh i I just want to say, you know, to all the the drivers and bikers in Tallahassee, you know, just keep your eyes out. If you're a biker, you know, be a quick draw with your brakes because people don't look. And, you know, if you drive a car and there's a bike taking up some of your lane, I know it can be frustrating, you know, to try and go around them, especially if it's a small Tallahassee road. But realize that bikes are legally supposed to be on the road and legally you're supposed to give them three feet. And I know you want to get where you're going. You know, I want to get where I'm going, too. But, you know, I have a two-year-old daughter and a husband at home, and, you know, I've had people try and run me off the road. Wow. People, you know, brush my tires with their car. You know, it's <laughs> it's it, – I have a life, and I don't have a steel structure around my bike. So if you're out there and you see road bikers, just give them respect and, you know, don't get frustrated as much as you might want to. Just realize that they're a person and they value their life, too. So just be good careful. Good advice. I thank you, and I'm glad you're okay. And you're, it's, it is also good advice if you're on a to bike to presume people don't know you're there, really. That's the, the safest way I, to I know, to I know. Thanks for the call tonight. I'm glad you're all right. Uh, and by the way, thank you again. By the way, can you imagine Mark trying to, uh, to go and complain about that? Yeah, the police. It's gonna go nowhere. Oh yeah, we'll take care of that for you. We'll uh, we'll have a chat with him. Uh, what sure, little lady, there. we'll take care uh-huh. of you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, you can go and fill out a form. How about that? That'll make a difference. Oh, I know. You can stop paying property taxes and really show them how serious. Oh no, you can't do that either. There's really not much you can do. I mean, when the cops are misbehaving, you can try to use their system to somehow get them to be reprimanded. But, I mean, these are the cops, these are the same cops who can murder people and get a slap on the hand. The BART cop this week uh, found guilty of involuntary manslaughter for putting a bullet in a man uh, point-blank range in front of a crowd of people. So, I mean, these guys can get away with murder. There's no way that they're going to be punished in any way, shape, or form for uh, for talking on their cell phone or dialing their phone. And it's just, it's one of those things. You, you cannot hold these people accountable. You have to rely on their system to hold them accountable, and there's no significant evidence whatsoever that their system will do that. Fact is, it's facts of facts. 1-800-259-9231. If we actually had voluntary society, if we actually had competition in the area of protection, if you could actually hire a, a police department and fire the police department on your own individual volition then yeah, all of a sudden, they'd get real concerned with uh, with how they were treating people. 
they'd get real uh, concerned with the way their officers were out there behaving. But as of right now, they can just, you know, they'll just do whatever they can to placate you and make you go away. Okay, I'll go ahead, fill out that form, and uh, we'll just file it away right here. <laughs> It'll go in his file. Don't worry. Uh, if he gets enough complaints, then we'll consider doing something about it. We'll continue here with your calls. Ladies, uh, first, Annie is in Charleston listening to WSCFM. Hello, Annie. Oh, hi. Yeah, my hey. name is Annie. I live here in South Carolina. Yes. I, I'm tired of this, uh, you know, the government, especially the federal government, keeps saying, you know, the $13 trillion national debt and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and higher, you know, you know, raising up the taxes because we don't have no money. But... I don't know what I don't understand is here in the Carolinas, in this in this state of the Carolinas, North Carolina and South Carolina, there is a lot of money for federal program. For what kind I of mean, programs? The, uh, federal programs. The food stamps, okay. the food stamps alone, um, is from from two thousand in in North Carolina from two thousand it went up to two thousand six hundred. Here in South Carolina, there's food stamps here that are from sixteen hundred to two thousand. You know, uh, so what you're saying, let me see if I'm understanding you. Uh, you're saying that uh, on one hand, they're saying they don't have any money, but on the other hand, that they need to raise taxes, etc. On the other hand, you see all this money coming from the federal government. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, that's yes. because they actually can print out as much as they want. Uh, the federal government, unlike the state governments, which are actually having a tough time, the federal government never has a tough time because it can just go ahead and increment uh, the money supply. and They can increment some numbers in a computer somewhere, or they can literally print out some cash, and then they can just distribute that out to the, to the state governments and that kind of thing. And that's, that's inflation, and it, uh, it causes a reduction in the value of the currency that is in your wallet and makes your life more difficult. But for the federal government, they, there's no problems for them they can always just keep printing it out at least uh, you know until we hit hyperinflation and then people maybe finally will do something about it thank you for the call tonight i appreciate hearing from you we continue with your calls d listening also to wscfm in charleston hello d hey how's it going hey what's on your mind tonight yeah uh well um i'd, I'd like to say uh thank you for having a great show this is the first time i'm listening and um although i don't agree with all your points how could I you really like the format of your show but anyway <laughs> well, well my, thank um, you it's listeners like you that have made us number one in Charleston. <laughs> hey, awesome. Um, but here's my, uh, my qualm with what you said earlier. Okay. Having like a, a, I guess a free market system on uh, municipalities or uh, municipality um, you know, services like policemen, firemen, and things like that. Sure. It's to- totally a bad idea. Why? And the reason why, um, if you, they have a vested interest in, well, say firemen, for example. They have a vested interest in arson. You know, so you had if you had these various businesses competing against each other, oh, this business is going down, or you know, one of the businesses is going down. Well, we need to start up some business here. You're, you're missing Let a point. The, it's a, it's an interesting uh, cynical point that you're making, but you're missing right, something. Because the plumbers come and kick the plumbing out of your house, right? Well, no, no, you're missing something though. The important thing you're missing is that it's it's likely, and we can bring him back if you if you want here to continue the discussion. But it's very likely that the free marketplace uh, would essentially have insurance companies hiring fire companies to to do things, or they'd be part of an insurance company. So the insurance company would essentially be paying uh, the fire company, and so they they wouldn't have the financial interest to go around doing what you're talking about because well it's insurance <laughs> they don't want they want to lower their costs not uh, not increase them there's more coming up here uh, this is free talk live we wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers their three dollars per month helps us spread free talk live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com
This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Enough time for your call, maybe if you're already on the, on the, uh, the line. I'm not going to give out the number at this point. You can visit our website, though, freetalklive.com, and enjoy all the features there. And a lot of them, uh, in fact, the entire site is completely free. If you want to help support the show, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com to learn some different ways you can get this show to more ears around the world. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. As we continue uh, with your phone calls, I think D may still be with us uh, listening to Charleston's WYCFM. D, are you D there? Drop. D's gone? All right. Well, we'll move along. He was calling about the uh, the fire department thing and worried that in a free market world that the fire departments would go around and firebomb places so they'd have business. But that doesn't work under the insurance structure where... Uh, right. If- in the same way auto mechanics don't go around, uh, you know, sabotaging people's cars <laughs> uh, because, <laughs> you know, it, uh, it, people would... It just doesn't happen, okay? Yeah. Well, right, right. So let's continue here. Uh, we can go into more detail, but people are waiting patiently. So we will talk to David listening in. Uh, wait, we've got different Davids. Let's try. Uh, yeah, there's David in Keene listening to WKBK. Hello, David. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind? Um, not my, uh, I was just going to direct, hopefully, like there's this video I put on your website that mm-hmm. maybe people can go look for, and it has to do with um, the courts. It's actually under the heading of the courts and the misconception of them, and it's under the, it's in the um, what's uh, it's in the message board and under promoting liberty. Okay. And, um, what's the misconception that you're getting at? The misconception is that justice happens, really, <laughs> really, yeah. and um, and and it has to do with. Uh, People getting due process and people getting trials yeah. and all that stuff. The it's name a big of the scam. video is is called the plea, and it's like it just talks about plea bargains. It's it's really uh, if people don't know the courts and like as you guys well know that most people have a, a you know think justice happens. They could see this. This is a frontline video from frontline from PBS. Thank you for for that uh, because you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, it, it's really not about justice in some rare cases there actually is a you know victim and they'll, they'll maybe they'll uh, dispense justice but for the most part it's a public relations front for aggressing against peaceful people and i appreciate that uh, suggestion you might also want to look into um, mark stevens and adventures in legal land it's a great book sounds like it'll go uh, well along with uh, that video and thank you for the call tonight david we appreciate it let's go to slim also listening to wkbk in new hampshire hello slim hey how you doing hey what's on your mind tonight well, I just discovered your uh, your show. Ah, welcome. Turning around the dial, and I'm very impressed. Well, thanks. We we do our best. What's on your mind tonight? Well, the courts. Uh, are you familiar with Thija? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what the, did you call the right show? The, the Fully Informed <laughs> Jury Association. Absolutely. I I think uh, you guys should put a link on your website to these guys. Well, we the Free Talk Live is uh, is not a site with really links necessarily. Uh, it's it's a site that allows our listeners to kind of aggregate content to it. But we talk about fully informed jury association. What what would you say, Mark? At least every two weeks, if At not least, more often, I'd say, yeah. on this uh, this program. And, and one of the things uh, I've got a lot of experience with it is because I've actually gone out and done fully informed jury association outreach. Uh, you are actually I have, I. have you in yes. here in the Keene area. Uh, I'm a little north of that. Oh, I see. Well, we're uh, actually we're broadcasting from Keene, and we've got activists here that go out every single month, and we hit every single jury selection day, and we hit as many of those people coming into that jury uh, that jury selection as we possibly can. So we have got it covered down here, and I highly recommend other people do this in their area. It's a great way to uh, to get people open to the idea of jury nullification. And why don't you explain, Slim, for our listeners what that means? 
Well, you can, as a member of a jury, you can vote your conscience. And uh, if you if you don't believe in the law that someone is being prosecuted or persecuted under, you can uh, vote to nullify by uh, voting not guilty. This you- is a thousand-year-old right. This is as long. This this is longer than any government that the world has ever seen. Juries in the uh, in the common law uh, vein, which is what ours is set up, uh, you know, sort of from. This has been the right for a thousand years. Yep, yep, you're absolutely and right. And very few people seem to know about. Agreed. Well, that's because it's been uh, it's been blackballed uh, from the courts. I mean, the judges, if you mention jury nullification, they will uh, have an, an s fit about it uh, in the courtroom, and they uh, they don't want anything to do with that. Uh, it's, it's been pretty much out of the American court system for over a hundred years uh, because they realize that uh, it threatens their power structure. If 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 average people knew that they could just go into a jury box and say not guilty for all the bad laws that were out there, it would be a real threat uh, to the government. Power. Well, keep putting the word out, guys, and, and thank you for what you do. We will do that. Hey, if you get a chance, you can go to freekeen.com. Uh, there's a really amusing video where uh, it was recently taken at one of our jury outreaches where the sheriffs came out and they threatened us. And uh, what we were doing was we were holding doors open for people as they were coming into the courthouse. And it's hilarious. One of the sheriffs actually comes out and tells us uh, to not be courteous. He says, don't be courteous. And of course, we kept opening doors for people even after they threatened us. We got it all on, we got it all on video. Just search for don't be courteous at freekeen.com. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you as we continue with John listening in Oregon to KMED. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hi, guys. Well, enjoy your show. What's on your mind tonight? Got five questions, as I told you, screener. First off, how much snow you get? Oh, how boy. How cold does it get there? Okay, here's what, well, the first one I would recommend is that you go to weather.com and then put in the zip code of the okay. place that you would like to learn about. You can go back in the past and you can look at temperature averages and highs and lows and things like that and snowfall and all that information is available. Yeah, I couldn't answer how many we got. I understand. There's a reason for that question. I think you guys know it. But uh, I'm retiring soon. So, uh, I'd love but, to have you. Okay, the next question. Do you have state sales tax? Nope. No. Um, now, now, I, I, I want to qualify there's that. There's a meals tax. Right, there's a meals tax. There's a, you know, there, I, I think there's a, some kind of tax on purchasing a car, a new car in the state, but there right. isn't a regular state sales tax. Yeah, and you walk in, buy a 99 cent bottle of Coke, you're going to get a 99 right, cent. Right, you're going to get a penny back. Uh, there's also um, no uh, income tax in the state of New Hampshire. That's what I was, okay, no income tax either, right? Right, that's correct. Okay, New Hampshire now, is rated another, the freest state in the nation. Admittedly, that's like rating was, the, uh, the, the best, uh, you know, the, the, the cancer patient that's doing the best, but, you know, it is the freest state in the nation. Okay, my, my, my most important question is, is if, if police and can film in, in automobiles with a video cam, can the citizens... It depends on where you are. There's a, a good movement if of... If you just have a video in your car, front and back, and you're just driving along, and you get pulled over, but you've got your video on... It's legal. Oh, I've taken video of the cops mm-hmm. with, uh, with my cell phone. I pull out my cell phone, and I go to quick.com, qik.com. There's a button that I press, and I can start recording and streaming instantly to the Internet. I've actually uh, videoed the cops up here multiple times, uh, at least in our corner of the state in the Keene area. The cops are uh-huh. used to it. They don't have a problem with it. Uh, but in other areas of the state, they're a little more uppity about it. So it just depends on how much, uh, how much video-related activism there has been, and there's been quite right. a bit in the southwestern corner here. Here's what I'd recommend. Two things for you quickly. One, okay. 
Go to freestateproject.org. Look for the 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire. There's some great stuff in there. Uh, also, the Keene area has 130 plus reasons. You can go to freekeen.com. You can find those there. And I thank you for the call tonight. Thank you, Thanks, John. Guys. Appreciate hearing from you. Uh, 1-800. Oh, can't give you that number. We're almost wrapping up here. Let's talk to Nick in Wellington. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, how you doing? Oh, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, earlier, I was listening, and you were talking about uh, with the police state and everything, and not wanting to, you know, spend your tax dollars on that, and necessarily the wars that you don't don't believe in. Yes. And I had a, I listen to a lot of conservative radio, and and uh, it seems like you know everyone's up in arms about the tax situations right now, but it seems to me like it's basically backwards. Whenever you talk about helping anyone in America or building things here, everybody, oh, that's more taxes yet. No one seems to care about all the money that we're spending, you know, in tax dollars in, in other countries and for wars. And I don't, I don't understand why that kind of gets pushed to the side. And it's oh, no big deal. It's because you know, it's because conservatives love people with that. They love government agents with guns. I mean, they 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 claim they want smaller government. And they claim they want lower taxes, but at the same time, they want a huge military and they want to kill people around the world. So they can't have it both ways. It's just a oh, it's inconsistency. You know, and one, I, well, I completely agree with you. I just. I kind of wonder why why so many of the American people miss that, and just maybe you know from listening to the news all the time. But you got you know you you got Bush family, and I get into this, but when you had a president whose family profits from wars, you know, pushing for wars. Yeah, it's and it's then, it's you know, worship. all this money being spent. But you know, and I, I'm not I'm not necessarily saying the health care reform is is the answer in America, but but when you get into stuff like that, like you know, everyone gets so mad. But it's just. No, don't say anything about all the money. Right, it's no problem. And I'm against the government doing anything uh, because I think they suck at everything they do. And uh, but you're absolutely right. I mean, these so-called small government conservatives look the other way when the money's being spent on their favorite government programs. And in fact. I was really just saddened to see this, by the way. John Stossel, who I had a lot of respect for, uh, really jumped the shark recently. He did a show, like, The Things That Are Right About America, and he just fil- uh, he just filleted the military. I mean, he completely—it was a total puff piece about how great the military is, and da-da-da-da-da. It was, it was not— liberty-minded in the least, and it was just dis- it was really a turn-off for me. Anyway, I was bummed out about that. Hey, we're out of time. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. It has been Ian with you. And Mark. Don't forget, we got our internet-only Sunday edition of the show uh, tomorrow night, same time, same place, freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend.